What if having a creative career is simply having a career that leverage your creativity and fulfill you? What if we can truly apply our creative brain and creativity to carve out paths and model that are alternative to what's existing as the dominant belief? Hello and welcome to the Everyday Talent Podcast. I'm your host, Betty. I'm a creative and a coach for creatives. I truly believe that we can have average talent and still excel in our creative career, make our art, and make happier money. I help creatives like you to grow your career, practice, and income by embracing exactly who you already are. Hello, hello. Um, I'm very excited because this is our first ever episode on the Everyday Talent Podcast. And we are talking about the million dollar questions, how to have the creative career that you always wanted. To answer this question, I really want to be able to broaden our thinking around these questions, right? So what I mean by that is let's dissect this question a little bit and look at how we might rethink some of the concepts. So the first thing I want to zoom in with everyone here is this idea of the career that you always wanted. How I want to dissect that concept is that what do we actually mean when we say the career that we always wanted? Do we know what we want? Without going too abstract, let's think about when we first wanted to enter the creative industry or the first thought that we have of having a creative career is the model that we think we should have in terms of what career looked like truly, truly, purely informed by our desire and needs. Well, I can tell you my wasn't. When I graduated from arts degree, I thought creative career simply means having a full-time job in the creative industry. And that's interesting because um, for me, uh, as an immigrant to Canada, uh, first of all, having a full-time job is very important. And second of all, uh, I couldn't see any other way other than working in a full-time job capacity in the arts or the creative industry at the time, because what I saw was other people who had full-time jobs in in my situation was a film festival or other nonprofit arts organization. So I'm telling this story because a lot of times when we say what we want in a creative career or the model that we want is not necessarily what we want per se, but what we are informed of, or at least is limited by our worldviews, our experiences, and for better or for worse, the noises or the opinions that our family, people around us, and the society have informed us. Uh, And that speaks to the values that we are brought up with and the beliefs that we are taught to believe in. So the first thing in terms of tackling how to get or have the creative career that we always wanted 
is really to get down to this, um, the many beliefs that we have about what we want and get clarity on whether something is truly what we want or it's something that the society or our family have told us to want. Um, and so one of the good example or good way to talk about this is that uh, by the time this podcast air, I am actually going to be turning 30 or by the time you listen to it, I'm already probably 30. And in recent conversations with my coaches or my clients, actually a couple of us are all turning 30. And by the time that we hit this age, a lot of thoughts usually come up, right? Uh, especially for those of us who are come from uh, uh, Asian culture, Asian family values. Uh, I've heard from my own clients or in my own head, uh, those beliefs around, well, by the time you do, you reach the age of 30, you should have property. Uh, and by extension, uh, from that belief, we sometimes develop our own belief that, oh, I want a property or I want a full-time job. I want to get my stuff shorted out. Uh, so that is a good example, just a small one about how other people's beliefs or societal beliefs or family values play into our beliefs and then in turn turn into what we want. Uh, to sort out uh, or this tease out the things that we actually want and the things that are in we're taught that we want. The first step to do so is building the awareness of identifying things that are consistently showing up for us that are true to who we are and identifying the noises or the opinions that we get on the way. Okay, so that's the first part that I want to dissect this question and broaden our thinking around the question of how to have the creative career we always wanted. So before we move on to the second point I want to discuss, I want to just let you know that if what you heard resonated with you so far, I invite you to check out my one-on-one coaching program designed for creatives. When I work with creators, one of the first and biggest topics that we tackle is exactly that piece about clarifying your needs, wants, and definition of success. And let me tell you, even though we are all creatives, everyone's definition of success and what they want to achieve in their career is very, very different. All right. So back to the question of how to get the creative career you always wanted. The second part that I want to challenge you to think about is what defines a creative career? Does it mean having a job in the creative industry? Again, based on my personal experience, that was what I thought it means when I graduated with having an arts degree. And for the longest time, and I think a lot of you will agree with me, I didn't think that it's possible to have an alternative model. I mean, you're either in or you're out of the creative industries, right? I believe like many of you listening, my fellow creatives, we must have had conversations with two types of people in our career and life. One, 
someone who used to work in creative industry and now they're no longer doing it in full time. And the conversation that usually comes up in that scenario is say they would say, well, I created being a creative, I did a more stable life, blah, 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 and move on. Right. The second scenario we sometimes hear is someone who does not self-identify as a working creative. They, uh, but they have some of a creative itch or passion. They would be like, well, I always wanted a foot in the door or uh, a chai to have a creative career. Um, but maybe one day, one day when I make enough money, I don't need to worry about my income, my family, I would give it a try. So for both of those uh, familiar conversations or encounters, underneath that is the model or belief that creative career is something that you either have or you don't have. You are either fully in or you're fully out. And uh, here's my honest thought. For years, I struggled with that notion. Uh, I mean, I when I was struggling in my full-time job working as an arts means, I always thought I needed to hold on to it because if I quit and I find a job somewhere else that's not in the quote-unquote arts or creative industry, it would mean that I quitted my creative dream. I quitted the promise that I make to myself about pursuing my creativity. I did not want that to happen to the core of my identity. And frankly, it will hurt my pride. So I kept persisting, even though I knew at the time there were so many things that were not working, not just with my job, but my side hustles and my projects, right? So looking back, and I'm here now, and I want to challenge all of us to reframe that model of either being fully in or fully out. What if having a creative career is simply having a career that leverage your creativity and fulfill you? What if we can truly apply our creative brain and creativity to carve out paths and model that are alternative to what's existing as the dominant belief. Well, what does that mean, right? Um, let me give you two hypothetical scenarios and you let me know what those sound. So one is uh, have a full-time writer uh, who is barely making ends meet, kind of the classic struggling uh, artist story this person, uh, in order to make ends meet, is starting to take writing jobs here and there that, that they find extremely excruciating. But in order to stay as being a writer, they thought all they can do is writing. Here's the second scenario. Someone who has a full-time job in banking, just a simple banking clerk. Um, I shouldn't say simple, maybe just very contained. The job is very contained. Uh, and... Uh, the person is able to compartmentalize it very well. And after clocking out at 5 p.m. Monday to Friday, they go home, um, they put their work uh, behind, and they start writing poetry. 
And at nighttime, they fully embrace their creativity and become the poet they always wanted to be. Now, listening to these two models, I'm not suggesting one is necessarily better than the other. I'm simply saying the second model is just as good as the first one. Uh, and we do not need to conform to the thought that having a creative industry, it means we have to do creative things full time. I just don't think you can discount the latter scenario as a, and describe it as a non-creative career. In fact, how about this? Let me tell you, the second scenario isn't hypothetical at all. The famous American writer T.S. Eliot, for about a decade in his prime time, from late 20s to late 30s, he was a banking clerk. And what he did was exactly what I described. He would go in for his full-time job in the day, and at night, he wrote beautiful poetry. So if around almost a century ago, we had already had these models of alternative ways of conducting a creative career, why are so many of us still in the guilt and shame of somehow if we don't do creative things full-time, we are not making it or not having the creative career that we makes us legit or what we so-called always we always wanted. Well, if you're listening to this, you probably go, well, Betty, that all sounds good, but I'm just tired to think what model I can invent or what path I can carve out from scratch. Don't worry. I get it. I got your back. I know that it is sometimes really difficult to just stare at the blank piece of page and especially the canvas of your own career. How can, like, how can we like, even be creating things from scratch when we are still feeling struggle or stress in our current state? So a while back, I created this resource and published through my Instagram. Uh, and the resource is titled Four Archetypes of Creative Careers. Uh, and I created this resource precisely to meet this demand about having some kind of archetypes and templates of the shapes of creative career. Notice I don't say this is the uh, archetypes of creators because I truly believe that our identities are intersectional and fluid and we cannot just be putting labels on our creative uh, identities. But I do think there are some um, overarching shapes that can be helpful for you to identify which shapes do you closely associate your desire or current creative career with. The way that I design or identify this creative career archetype shapes is by looking at two axes of differentiation and putting them four types on a two by two framework. So on one axis is past passion orientation. I use someone who are multifaceted and like a lot of different things and like to have multiple links. Or I use someone who are super specialized, only focus on one or two things. 
And then we, the other axis is the preferred way of working. Do you prefer to manage yourself, or do you prefer to be a part of a bigger team? So with these two axes, I also created a very fun astronomy-shaped labels to describe the the four archetypes. So there are parallel universes, solar system, constellation, and spiral galaxy. Sounds fun, right? So be sure to check out these archetypes, and I will attach a link in the show notes, so that it can be helpful for you when you are thinking、uh, what creative career shapes and models there are available. The one big thing I want to stress is that you might jump from one type to the other, or to another, or you might be making a full circle on the framework at different point of your career. Being able to be open and flexible with how your career trajectory go is also key to that whole project of carving out your own path. So, to summarize today's episodes and the key points, how do we get an answer on the question, "How can I get the creative career that I always wanted?" Really, what I encourage you to is digging deep on two aspects. First, piecing out what is truly what you want, and what are the wants and desires that you have been taught to want. I want to put a huge caveat here. There's nothing wrong with wanting what other people want you to want. By the way, but what I can ensure you is that I think you will have. Much better aware, much better feeling about what you're pursuing, and feel much more aligned once you are able to build that awareness of okay, this is what I truly want, and this is what society has told me to want. I promise you that in that process of building awareness, you feel much more confidence later in articulating and going after. The goals that you truly feel in your gut that are aligned to your mission and the impact you want to make. The second part is I want to challenge you to challenge the status quo of what defines a creative career. Creative career is not about having either full time, all of us in the door doing things. All the time, creative, or quitting it completely and not being identified as a creative at all. Instead, embrace all the possible options and carve out your own option, the option that truly serves what you want and what you need. And if you want a starting point to look at what models are available, check out my original framework of the four archetypes. For creative careers, again, I will link that in the show notes. Well, if all of this resonates, I invite you to leave a review for this podcast and give us a five star rating on whichever platform you're listening this to. Subscribe to the podcast so that you can listen to the upcoming episodes. 
And if you want to come find me and chat with me about all things related to creative career and life, I'm on Instagram. You can find me at BettyXCoach. I also invite you to check out my one-on-one coaching program designed for creators at sharebetty.com slash coaching. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of the Everyday Talent Podcast. Let's create all the beautiful possibilities in our creative career together. I will see you next time.